in three in two and one welcome to the yogi show how is it going we got julie murphy an amazing meditation guide yoga nidra guide she'll send you the cosmos if you listen to her yoga nidra meditation sessions and yes what's up pedro what's up how are you guys hey julie thanks for being on the show hello i'm really happy to be here great to be here we are so excited. If you are if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple, you are missing out because on um uh, if you're watching on YouTube, Brian and I are matching backwards hats, and Julie is looking amazing on the cam, and uh, we're so excited uh, to be here. So thanks, Julie, for coming up. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, it's always a it's always a pleasure to connect with you. I, I I'm fortunate enough that I get to connect with Julie more often because she lives locally to where I am, but she's certainly globally recognized as an amazing meditation guide, like Brian said, amazing meditation guide, yoga nidra, and now tapping. Tapping is a new thing. And if you don't know about tapping and what that may, we'll let Julie talk about it. And we're actually going to have a session at the end, uh, a tapping session. So if you know about it and you're like, Ooh, tapping, you're, you're, you're buckle in because we got a nice show for you and a live session at the end. And if you don't know what it is, we're going to talk about it and uh, connect with Julie again about all that and also what's happened uh, with her since the pandemic. She was on season one of the show. I think it was episode 23. Does any, is it 23? Michael Jordan? I think it was 23. Julie would know. I, I can't remember. As I'm quite saying, bad with the sports references as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> Brian, do you have any recollection of this? It's probably irrelevant, but it's just funny to think about. No, I was just going to say also we, we didn't mention Julie is an Instagram model as well. Yeah. Look, looking yeah. so great today. Looking so yeah, great today. She's well, she, you know, I couldn't find my backwards facing cap, but I found my lipstick. Uh, <laughs> hey, no cap, but perfect. no lipstick. <laughs> I lipstick agree. fixes everything. You don't know how unlucky you are. <laughs> We're super unlucky, Brian. We're unlucky. And I need makeup. I need makeup. I need to do it. I'm just going to, yeah, do it. I like, I like the necklace too. I like the necklace Thank too, you. Julie. I actually, you know, I'm not joking. I, I, I went onto a Zoom thing. Um, I looked this morning and thought, I wonder what you're meant to wear for Zoom calls that are going to be recorded. Um, because usually I'm in my yoga gear and I've got the mat behind me. And so everything that you see is what I was advised to do by, by the internet. So it's a bit dangerous. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Looking I know, great. Looking I know great. No, I know nothing. I have a kid's bed in the background and a jack-o'-lantern on my left. You know, <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, this is great. And uh, like when we had you on season one, we did a live yoga nidra session at the end of the recording and it was fantastic. So I'm really looking forward to the tapping and let's, uh, let's, let's funnel to like what that is and uh, how that's evolved for you as part of a, a practice that you're offering as not only a service, but you're doing yourself. I remember you were doing a training and uh, it started at like 4am because um, you were doing it on UK time. Um, but, but practicing it from here in the USA. So if you could let us know what tapping is for the listener out there that is unaware of what that might be and, um, and why it's important to you and why you're doing it. Sure. It's a, so it's sometimes known as EFT and it's sometimes known as tapping. And it's really a blend of acupuncture, acupressure points, and like um, the different mind body techniques that help to release stress and release emotion to actually free up emotion um, and then really calm the nervous system. And so you tap in on various parts of the face and the upper body. Um, and by the way, your hands, you're gonna to be touching your face if you're gonna do this with me later on. So make sure your hands are clean. 
They're probably cleaner than they've ever been since March 2019. Mm -hmm. uh, 2020, yep. rather. So, yeah, so that's what it is. It's a tapping using um, spoken dialogue while you tap on these specific acupressure points. And they're chosen specifically from the Chinese medicine of believing that those um, tapping points uh, relate to certain meridians that are these energy centers in the body. And that, that's what helps us release things that we don't want to have anymore. And it brings a sense of calm. And so if that all sounds kind of, okay, that's a bit weird. <laughs> that's okay. Because, you know, the first time I actually came across tapping many years ago, um, just somehow on the internet. And I thought, oh, that's weird. Oh, got to try that. Because I like to kind of try almost anything new. And so I gave it a go and I couldn't believe just how effective it was. Very strange techniques in the beginning to me. Um, some of it, some of it felt um, immediately recognizable. Some of it was, oh, that's interesting. But, you know, I thought that the effects were so useful. A few years ago when I was doing a lot of yoga nidra workshops um, in person, obviously before the pandemic, what I would find is that with yoga nidra, you're using this positive statement, but sometimes you arrive at the studio or arrive for your meditation and you feel anything but positive. So you've got this positive statement coming at you that you're producing yourself. And a lot of your entire mind body system is going, I don't believe that. I, I don't believe that. And you're kind of fighting against your own intention. Mm. So I thought, I know what I'm going to do. Does that sound familiar, Brian? You're kind of nodding yep. your head. Yeah, that, it does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm vibing with this. I love it. <laughs> okay. I, I so feel I, thought, I feel like the teacher called me out. Like the like <laughs> what, Do you have any questions? You are you sure? Yeah, are you sure you're following me? <laughs> no, I am. Because you are not I am calling Julie. content. You are not okay. calling content. You are a liar. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of a and, and there'll be people nodding their head as they're listening to this, especially if you actually don't always connect well with positive statements if they just sound like mm -hmm. unrealistic woo-woo stuff but I'm going to say it anyway sometimes that's counterintuitive and your entire unconscious system and conscious and subconscious can fight against that positive statement and mm. then it's not really going to land where we want it to land so I thought ha I'm going to blend the two. So I blended, I tried it out. Nothing like using your students as, as guinea pigs, right? Just yes. human experiment. <laughs> I tried it out myself first. And I thought this really works, that the EFT focuses on the negative, that whatever might be negative in that moment, and there's always something negative, even when we're in a happy mood, um, there is always something that's, at the back of the subconscious mind ready to be released. So you're in this, you know, the situation of being able to bring to the surface the negative stuff and kind of clear it. And maybe you won't clear it completely, but you'll certainly diffuse any of the, or a lot of the um, negative stuff that might be going on. And then it makes for this lovely, peaceful yoga nidra. And so when I did that combination, I couldn't believe, I did this for several workshops, EFT first, then followed by positive statement, yoga nidra, guided meditation. And they worked so well together. So then I thought, okay, let me really study it properly. 
And yeah, and then I, you know, studied it and now, yeah, really enjoying using it and teaching it. I'm so on board with this. I'm so on board. Yeah. Like, Why? Sign me up. I want the tickets. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I, I was, I was relating because I love Qigong almost more than yoga. Like I do a lot of Qigong. I just really feel the energy feel like the prana, the chi in my body. So I really love that. And this one Qigong I did was to sleep better. And, and it was just tapping meridians, like tapping the wrists and then some things on the back. And I was iffy about it. Like, I don't, you know, I, I don't know about this. And I slept so good that night. I was like out by doing, I, I guess that was tapping. So I, at first, when I heard about tapping, I didn't really know much about it. But when you described it, I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm all about that. Because, yeah, even, you know, setting an intention and just lay, lying down in yoga nidra, it's like, yeah, that's, that's just, that's your mind. But it's like getting your body involved, that energy field involved. Yeah, I'm on board. Sign me up. Taking the class. I know you have a new class on there too, on Inside Timer. I've been eyeing it, eyeballing it. Yeah, it's a, I'm so excited at how that's been doing. It's, I don't know, I think it was released about a month ago on Insight Timer. And it's just been so beautifully accepted and enjoyed. And yeah, very excited about how that's, how that's going. Yeah, shamelessly for myself, like I need to do it. I, when Julie put out this uh, tapping program, um, I was fortunate enough to, to be on the receiving end of a, of a tapping session. Summer and I <laughs> um, had a session with Julie and um, it was, it was wonderful. And then I was like, I'm going to tap every day for 30 days. I think I tapped for th- three and a half and then I quit, <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, I, I enjoy, I enjoyed it. And I need, this is a, a beautiful reminder to do it again, but I get to, I mean, if I would start my challenge again, I can start today. Cause we're going to do one here in a little bit, but um, okay. yeah, super power, uh, powerful. I remember when I first moved to South Florida uh, six years ago or so seven now, either way I found tapping. I was Googling like stress relief, you know, uh, other than yoga. And I, that was when EFT came up and it was like a YouTube video, you know, seven, eight minutes or something. And I was, I was, tapping all the things. And so I, I can relate that it was, it was helpful. So I, I know that, that it's a helpful and it's in a, it's another modality in a jewel for a jewel box that people can store away and use at a time that they need uh, to get it together. Or there's different things. So it's not just energetic though, Julie, like physical things it works for as well. Um, what are some of the results you've seen from students that you've had that have gone through trainings or workshops alongside of you, or, you know, that have taken your course on insight timer? Like, what are some of the benefits that someone could really get from this? It's been phenomenal to see the results because, I mean, the first obvious result is, oh, my gosh, that was so calming and, oh, wow, I feel so much better now. You know, I've released emotion. Um, and it's a those are the obvious ones. So I was happy to see that happening. But, and what blows me away is when people, because there's a classroom um, in the Insight Timer environment, which I know you're both familiar with. And so people are giving their, you know, feedback in the classroom and we're back and forth chatting in the classroom online. And when I see feedback um, that is about physical benefits, then that makes me so happy because I know that's worked for me and to see it work for other people. For example, um, you know, somebody had pain in their lower back and that helped to release some of the physical pain. A lot of the time, physical pain in the body is also held in and around emotion. 
So perhaps it's the release of the emotion that helps to release some of the physical pain associated with that. You know, I'm not a doctor. I don't know how and why necessarily all these things work. But also um, migraines or migraines, um, you know, really headaches, which is how I use it. So, mm. and, and I've seen that with students as well and with some of my clients, specifically that feedback that I can't believe it. I already had a headache or I could feel that I was going to get um, a migraine, a migraine, and I decided to tap and, and I can't believe how it released and I didn't get the headache or the headache cleared. So, you know, various, the, the, I would say that there've been three things that I've really noticed. First of all, yes, it's extremely calming and there's a release. Then they, it can affect physically whatever is happening in the body. And, it, you know, it might come back again an hour later or a, a day later, but it, then you can tap again and see if that helps get rid of it. And then a third that is really the, the hub and the nub of um, EFT is a deeper practice, which tends to not happen so much in a group environment, unless you've been doing tapping for a while. But where we begin tapping on one emotion, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to tap on stress, and you're tapping about stress. And almost immediately, another emotion surfaces that is much um, more powerful or overriding than stress. And then we get to realize, wow, I thought I was stressed, but I'm actually, and then you fill in the blank, angry, frightened, mm. guilty, filled with shame, you know, whatever it is. So we begin to tap to release immediate apparent negative emotion or memories or sensations. And then because we give the mind-body system a chance to be soothed and to just come into this place where it can release stuff that's ready to be released, then other stuff bubbles to the surface. And we, we start to learn more about what it is um, in our own lives that can be creating stress or discomfort or dis-ease. And that's super um, empowering. It's exciting to see that because then we understand more about ourselves and our emotions. So amazing. Amazing. I can't even like when you're saying that stuff, I'm feeling like just you talking about it. I'm feeling calmer. Brian, I don't know if it's just you. I don't know if it's like the energy oh, yeah. group here. I'm just like, I'm feeling Zen. Like my heartbeat is slowing down. You know, before we got on this call, like I was a little stressed out. I know Brian was a little stressed out, but just you sharing the benefits of the practice, or maybe it's just your voice, Julie. I'm not sure which one, but <laughs> I'm feeling calm. Right? Yeah. I thought, I think I'm seeing like your aura. I don't know when you're talking, I was like, yeah, I think I'm starting to see Julie's aura and it's very calming. Seriously, Julie. What color is my aura, Brian? I'm feeling it's purple, but maybe it's because of the shirt you're wearing. But that was my first instinct. Like, wow, maybe I can see week. auras. Yeah. <laughs> that's the next. That's the next course. Aura. Finding you know, your been, aura. You know, it's been funny about this because you you both know how much I put people to sleep, right? Which is kind yeah. of I stopped taking it personally a while ago. <laughs> I'd just be talking to people and they'd be going <laughs> nodding, nodding out. 
So the good news is that with the tapping, because you're doing this physical stuff, you're staying in, in the moment of the meditation. And then if you want to go to sleep, then you can do this imaginary tapping, which is very cool. So mm. you can tap, tap, tap to a place of coolness and, and not coolness of calmness and serenity. And then you're kind of tired, but you want to keep the um, inner dialogue going. You don't want to speak anymore. You don't want to tap anymore. You could just close your eyes and wherever you're sitting or lying, and you could just go through the tapping sequence mentally. And that's another beautiful form of mindfulness. And you can still repeat like you do in your Nidra. You can still repeat the dialogue silently. And so, and then you can drift off to sleep or into mm. meditation. Super I love that. You know, I, I was just thinking like Julie's, uh, Julie's voice is probably in so many people's subconscious minds, you know, like drifting off into sleep, all, all the, all those Nidra sessions. It's like yeah. they consciously don't even know. Like consciously, they don't even know, but like you're deep in their subconscious mind. I was just thinking that it was like, yeah, your voice is just so yeah, it, yeah. And you, you, rhythmic and yeah, amazing. amazing. Thank you. I'm, I'm really happy that it helps people. You know, it still blows me away every day when I just, I don't quite know how I landed in this place, but it doesn't matter. I just keep doing what I love doing and I'm, I'm, you know, all the cliches. I'm humbled, blessed, grateful, honored. I am all those things. And I can't believe how it makes me happy. It just makes me happy that it can help people. So <laughs> absolutely. Like, yeah. uh, that's okay. awesome. I would show up to like if you were to read a book like at a certain period of time every day, like a children's book, I would show up. I, I would pay all the money. <laughs> I, I would just be like, I'm ready. Roll out my blanket. I, I just want Julie to read me. A bedtime story. Like at the daycare, you roll out the mat. You roll out the mats. You lay on the mats at the daycare. Yeah. (laughs) What's your favorite story, B. Brian? I'm going to make a note here. Oh, what is it? You like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? I do. Oh wow! Please, please. We we may. Yeah. Do do you have any on Inside Timer? I know, like David G. has a. I don't don't yet. And I was chatting to Insight Timer about this because I know I should, I mean, should, I know I want to be doing sleep stories because that's, hey, why not? That's that's definitely, you know, it's beautiful to do. There's always copyright issues. So it's just, Mm. I have a lot of material that I keep putting aside and going, oh, this would make a beautiful, you know, sleep story. Um, then I just need to dig a little bit deeper and make sure that they aren't, you know, that there's no I copyright see. on it. But yeah, sure. love to do it. So, Julie, I think you just need to write your own your own sleep story. And yes, read that and just put out That's a book, true. an audio book. I mean, yeah, five million, yeah. five gazillion downloads on Amazon coming your way. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is the invitation from the universe. Please do it. No matter what the story is, like you're gonna make it sound amazing. No matter yeah, what, a, you just have, have like old... a bunny crossing a bridge. I'll be out. You know, something like that. Old um, telephone book. I could just read that. <laughs> I need to do all of this before my voice changes. My grandmother, God bless her, um, she was absolutely wonderful. Um, but she smoked a lot. And as she got older, her voice got deeper and deeper. And so I thought. 
um, okay, I'm not doing the smoking, but I'm, I do, I wonder if I, you know, what this will sound like in 20 years time. <laughs> well, you can, you can transition them to like Halloween scary stories. <laughs> yeah. There's a market for everything, right? There is, well, there is. Hey, Matt, Brian and I have had a lot of conversations recently about that. Like literally there's a market for anything. That's so funny. <laughs> you know, but, and I wanted to test one thing about the, this yoga nidra that Julie is most known for um, worldwide is, uh, you know, I use that. And uh, one of the things I wanted to share with folks out there is like, oftentimes, I, I remember you shared specifically in the meditation I did with you, Julie, that even if you don't actually, uh, like if you do a yoga nidra for sleep, but you don't actually fall asleep, there are still profound benefits, almost as if it's better. I mean, Brian, you know this too, right? It's almost as if it's better, or it's better than even if you actually fell asleep, that was restless sleep, you're getting more of that energy recharge restoration. Um, and I used that meditation after I, I was doing an endurance race. I did a, it was a four by four by 48 race. It's a David Goggins challenge where you run four miles every four hours for 48 hours. So for two days straight, you do this thing. And uh, after the first leg of the race, you did it at 4 a.m. I got home at 5 a.m. ish and I decided I was going to try to go back to sleep. I'm like, that was silly. But I used the yoga nidra, Julie, that you have on Insight Timer to edge. And I, I don't, I didn't fall asleep to the very end, but it was like, I felt so recharged after that. And that was the only anxiety I had about this whole challenge that I did um, was right after that first, first little leg of the race. And, uh, and then I, I was clear after that. So I, I attribute some of that to you, uh, Julie. So thank you. And I just want to share that with the listener that, uh, you know, a testament to you. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And, you know, it's a good reminder for all of us that, um, anytime, well, two things that yoga nidra itself, even though a lot of people use it to go to sleep, traditionally, we then the practice is to stay awake and in that liminal state in between awake and sleep. So if we're trying to get to sleep and trying to get to sleep, then it's kind of there's something, you know, those mind games that, oh, I have to sleep. So then your mind goes, oh, no, you're not going to sleep. Today. I must sleep. Ha ha. You think you're going to sleep. And so you have this battle because you're trying to sleep and your mind is kind of working against you. If you're able to reframe it and go, you know, it doesn't matter whether I sleep or not. I'm just going to do this yoga nidra meditation. And through its guided techniques is going to be really soothing then one of two things happen. You either do fall asleep because you kind of tricked your mind and you're really relaxed, or you do the full yoga nidra and you do get, as you're saying, Pedro, even more benefits than regular sleep. Because regular sleep, if you think about it, a lot of the time we're like gripping, we're gripping our jaws and our fists and our stomach muscles, or we're restless um, in, a, in a dream state. So yoga nidra is kind of that in-between where you're just, you're just floating in that in-between state and consciously relaxing. So that's, that's how it can be and how it can be a more effective form of sleep. But I would just add, Pedro, that I'm very disappointed that it was only 48 hours. You're slipping up. Mm. I thought you had more yeah, energy Patrick, than that. On. Yeah, I mean, really. I was toast after that. Y'all, you're funny, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh so much at Pedro, how much energy he has. He exhausts I, me just, just hearing what his schedule's like for a week. <laughs> it's amazing. You're an inspiration. Thank you. Yeah, he's like that energizer bunny. Like he's just like, but he's running and yeah. then he's swimming yeah. as he's beating that drum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, y'all. You know what though? Lately, I've been feeling the, sh I've been feeling the shift differently. 
you know, to be honest, I'm being super honest. I always look like I'm doing something hustling. I'm always on the hustle and the move. But lately, I've just having been having this pullback of where like I need a little bit more quiet time. And so I've been finding more meditation and more yoga um, and more of just like not sharing, you know, just uh, being more to my truth, just staying within, you know, staying within. So it's funny how that goes in. It goes in waves because there's other times where I'm like super extrovert doing 500,000 things at one time. I know. And I know Brian and I have related about that before. Like we're doing, trying to do 5 million things at once. And other times, like I'm just doing one thing. So just depends on the day, but, <laughs> thanks, but thanks for the kudos, you know? Yeah. Um, Brian, are, are you oh. there, Brian? Oh, okay. I, they, they glitched out for a second. Sorry, y'all. Uh, Brian, when you started doing the yoga nidras, right? How you've, you've recorded countless too. Right, you've recorded countless too. When you started recording them, Brian, and sharing them, what are some of the things you personally that you noticed differently when you started sharing those messages and practicing that you felt the transformation within you, Brian? Yeah, so I love Yoga Nidra. When I was going through my last divorce, I committed to 30 days of Yoga Nidra because I was just really struggling. And I just knew there was like subconscious stuff going on there. And this was back in July, like July of 2020. So I was just like really in pain and I'm like, well, how, how else am I going to like get rid of this pain? Like I'm doing everything. I'm like, I'm doing yoga. I'm like walking. Like what else can I do? You know, talking to people, therapy, but it's like, you still have the pain and like, there's no really way around the pain. What I realize is like, you have to feel it. You have to go through it. You have to, you have to just be in it, which sucks, you know, to think of it. It's like, no, there's like, please just give me like the easy way out. Just give me the easy way out, please. And that's what I realized with yoga nidra. I can get deep. And I can ask those questions and set an intention of like what I'm trying to resolve or what I'm trying to work on. And it was like this relationship that just like kept, I just kept working on it. Like, please just let me like go through it. Let me deal with it. And that was my Sankalpa, my intention. And I just realized like after a while, I don't, I don't know what it was, but it was just the feeling of it. You know, just, you know, sometimes I would fall asleep. Sometimes I would, I would come out of the yoga Nidra session even worse. You know, I'd feel even worse after the yoga nidra session, I'm like, wait a second. Like I should feel better. I'm like doing yoga nidra. No, but I felt worse because it was showing me the emotions. It was making me feel the pain. So, so that then after that, I really got into hypnosis myself, studying hypnosis, getting trained in hypnosis, hypnotherapy. And, and I just realized, you know, yoga nidra is very similar to an induction, a hypnosis, hypnotic induction. And, and there's just like a lot of different things you can do with hypnosis, but the yoga nidra is just, you know, what I was doing is the Sankalpa sitting with the feeling, trying to have a resolve. And that really helped. And that's why I wanted to share that, share that with people. And uh, yeah, it, you know, to anybody out there that don't know what yoga nidra is or want to do it, I would say do it, like just sit with it. It's great because it's almost like a 20 minute nap that you can take and you can do this lying down and it's very, 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 very healing. So that's, kind of my story on yoga nidra and and i started with julie's julie's yoga nidra i still do it i still do it i mean so so much healing for me you're like you're like an angel julie that's that's why i'm seeing the aura there yeah you're like an instagram model angel <laughs> yeah well not really but thank you <laughs> i forgot about that story brian when we had julie on the first time in season one folks um that Julie was your first, I believe your first yoga nidra mm -hmm. teacher. I'm glad you added yoga nidra to that. <laughs> yeah, you're my first, Julie. Yeah. Nidra. Yeah. And that, 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 I'm going to carry on here. 
Dirty minds on this podcast. I'm glad. I'm glad Julie's. I'm a, a, I quit the show. I quit. I'm glad Julie's a good sport. Thanks for coming on the show. Dealing with hey, us. Hey, so fun. Uh, man. Just uh, making, just making sure that there's some levity. <laughs> uh, but I do. I remember when when that when you said that, Brian, and I was like, "That's like my friend. Like she lives. She lives by me. Mm. You know. That, that's just so cool. We're all connected from all over the world. You know. And that goes to show for anybody listening out there, right? Like the power of connection is real. Like, and it can be through an app. It can be through a phone. Mm. Like, and you don't even know sometimes. Like the level of something that you're putting out to the world. Let's say you're a meditation teacher. A lot of I know a lot of yoga teachers listening to this. Uh, listen to this show. Right. So you don't ever know to the extent of how you're helping someone or where they might be in the world. Right. They might be a famous person. They might be a celebrity. They might be a, a not famous person. They might just be someone that's going through the day to day. They need some stress relief or some help. Right. So and I would just encourage you to keep keep showing up and shining your light, even if you're not a yoga or meditation teacher. Right. Something whatever it is that you're you're offering to the world, whatever it is that your gift is, whatever it is that you have passion about. Right. Just keep showing up and sharing it because you matter. Right. And it's important to know that your voice matters. So share it. Yes, share it. Yeah, for sure. You know, Brian, what you were saying, it's also kind of a reminder that even though we may have done these techniques for years, that when we're going through something that's really quite crappy, it's, and then we, we sort of look around and go, I shouldn't be feeling this. I've done my meditation. I've walked oh. outside. I've cuddled my dog. I've um, sung all my mantras. I've done my kirtan. You know, um, what is it? Why do I still feel like this? Or when is it ever going to finish? And so I think that's what's so beautiful about all of these tools that we learn and that we share with one another is that it's a combination of whatever you need on that day in that moment. Mm -hmm. And so whether it's yoga nidra or qigong or tai chi or EFT, and sometimes all of them together, like simultaneously, you know, it's just do just keep being um, you know patient and um, and repeating. Right? Make sure that 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 don't give up. That all the the methodologies they do help. They 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 definitely help during the pandemic. Those first sort of six months after I got over the euphoria of oh this is so lovely. It's so peaceful because <laughs> <laughs> I was one of those that really enjoyed actually um, being on my own and and not being out there so much, aware of the pain of the world around us, but actually quite happy in my own little place. And then maybe it's after the first six months actually. Then it kind of got a little bit tired, the idea of being completely on my own, apart from, you know, just me and my husband. And I started feeling the effects of the pandemic in a different way. And then I went through that thing of, yeah, but I've meditated. Mm. I don't know how many yoga nidras I would do in one day. Like, could you do, can you do too much yoga nidra? Can you be addicted to yoga nidra? Because <laughs> I was doing that. I was trying everything, physical exercises, just calling on all of my different tools and, and systems to feel better. And sometimes that's what you need. We just need to kind of, you know, try out the various things that we know and keep at it like this too shall pass this yes. too shall pass yeah. it's yeah. so yes. it's so true that it, it will you know and i feel that too as a yoga teacher sometimes we're like when you're going through anxious stuff depression worry doubt fear you know it's like well we're the, you're the yoga teacher don't you have all your shit together like i would like to say that yeah that's the truth but that's not the truth I'm, we're we're all we're humans you know we're humans going through the human the human thing so like things come up along the way 
So yeah, yeah. I was thinking about yeah. memes. I was thinking about memes when you were sharing that. Like when you were, I was like, <laughs> yeah, like there's so many memes about there about you know the, the 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 yoga teacher or the yoga student, right? Like, oh, you go to yoga, you must have all your shit together. Like, no, that's why I'm here because I don't have anything together. You know, that's right. So exactly, and yeah, and yeah, it's <laughs> like I'm reading this book right now. It's called Letting Go, like the Path of Surrender. Like it's really good. And like at the introduction of it, he's like, maybe you've like gone to yoga, spiritual retreats, all this stuff. He's naming off like every single thing, what to do, like what people do. And I'm like, dude, what the hell? Like, is he watching me? Like, I'm doing all this shit to like feel better, you know? And then like, because the main point of the book is just like, it's really just feeling your feelings, like sitting in your feelings, no matter how you have to do that, whether it's Nidra or yoga it's like okay what am i feeling right now and just feel it through you know be present and feel it through and you know i struggle with that i still do it's like i want to do something about it you know yeah i want to do like six nidras in a day and just you know almost numb myself out with nidras or yoga you know i've been addicted to yoga and it's like wait maybe i just need to sit on my couch and not have any tv on and just like sit with these feelings and figure out what it is you know so it's really it's really cool. We talked about that, you know? Yeah. And that's yeah. where the tapping can be really useful because it can yes. kind of prod the subconscious mind. It's like, it's like a little gentle nudge, like, okay, while you're sitting here and being still, um, well, fairly still, because obviously you're tapping, um, what is there that is ready to release? Yes. And, and then it might release and it might not. It's a very gentle practice. So like when we do the practice, we're not trying to get any result. The results are whatever happens during the practice. And so then that could be a way to uh, you know, bring up emotion, bring up insight, not have to fix it or even understand it in that moment and just kind of sit with it and be with it and tap and see where it takes you so imagine what we would be like if we didn't have any of these techniques that's what i often think oh my god i'm beating myself up for you know why haven't i got it all sorted out i think well i know what i used to be like you know 30 years ago without these techniques so yeah (laughs) i would be in an insane asylum or something the hulk or i'd be a marvel character for sure i don't know what it would be but it would it would, wouldn't be it would be a villain it would be a villain thank you yoga thank you tapping thank you all these techniques and you're welcome you're welcome to the world you're welcome you're welcome everybody that i do these you would be a villain that's funny are you dressing uh, up for halloween brian yeah what are you going to be brian I don't, I don't know i don't i have no clue what i'm going to be yet but i'm going to dress up I'm gonna dress up. Pe- Pedro needs to be the Energizer Bunny. I, I want that to happen. Just drumming, <laughs> just drumming away. What What are you gonna um, be, Julie? Um, present. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I uh, haven't got my act together yet for Halloween, but yeah. I'm Luigi. <laughs> I, uh, I don't I'm know. Luigi. If I didn't have to make any effort, I'd be Winnie the Pooh. Like if somebody just arrived oh, with yeah. a with a costume, I like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. That's, Delivered. Yeah. And Pedro, you're going to be Luigi? Luigi. Yeah, my family. We're doing Mario something. Oh, Mario very squad. fun. Whole squad. That Mario. is cool. I better see the pictures. I'm not on social yeah. media, though, right now, but text yeah, me. I'll text you. Yes. You're having so. a social media detox. Good. Yeah. I'm not, I don't even know if I'm going to be back on it. We'll see. I. Uh, it just doesn't. It's not good for me mentally. So we'll see. I'm going to still be pumping out meditations and YouTube Yay. and all, all the things that, all the things that I love to do. So 
we'll see. But yeah, I can't wait for this tapping though. I can't wait for let's, this tap. Let's tap it up. Let's tap, 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 tap now. Tap, tap. Yeah, let's do what, it. Up. How much time do you think we have? We have like uh, maybe what, is te- 10 minutes. Is eight or to 10. So? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Like Brian. Yeah. Okay. Tap, yeah. Tap, 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 yeah. That's tap, cool. Tap. And, and everybody out there listening, stay the fuck here. Don't leave. You need tapping. So stay here right now. Park your car if you need to, because yeah, this is very important for you. Yeah. yeah this is very important driving. for you. I'm just telling you, this is important. Stay right here. Okay. Uh, Julie, should we mute our microphone? Are we going to say it out loud? What would you say? Cause I don't want to distract really the point. listener. I don't want to yeah, distract the listener. I would, yeah. Both of you mute, please. I forgot okay, about so that. Cause it might just get muting really now. Okay, noisy. So we're muting. Julie's now the host of the Yogi show. Bye. Okay. I feel all powerful now. <laughs> so if you're new to tapping and you don't know where the tapping points are, don't worry. There's plenty of tapping charts on the internet and I have one on my website. So you can always go back and look at the tapping points, but we just sort of get approximate tapping points for today. The first thing is to just sit well. We generally do this sitting up. And so sit well as if you're preparing for meditation, however that is for you. You just want to be comfortable. And maybe you close your eyes. And just take a moment to feel where you are. So feeling the environment that you're in. And the sounds around you. And feeling your physical body. So just feeling connected and rooted down through the feet and lifting up through the head. And know that this is a safe practice. And if at any time you feel overwhelmed, then stop saying the dialogue and just gently breathe calmly and continue with the tapping. The tapping is very soothing. The dialogue is optional. Take a slow breath in, smooth and easy breath in. And whenever you're ready, you can release that breath out. Maybe take another breath like that in your own time. So this slow, deliberate breathing is something that you can come back to at any point if you feel like that helps you feel more centered, deliberate, easy breath, even during the tapping. And tuning into how you feel right now. And so just checking in with how do you feel today in this moment in terms of anything that might appear that's not 100% positive not 100% easeful. So just tuning in. There might be tension in the body. Might be energy levels. You might feel tired. And it's just stress that even if you are in 100% happy mood, that's also fine. So you're not going to create anything negative. You're just allowing the subconscious mind to release anything that might be ready to be released. So identify how you feel 
And if an emotion appears, then just identify what the predominant emotion is right now, if it is a negative emotion. And so you might be feeling stressed. And so there could be some fear or worry or uncertainty, a state of feeling or emotion. And settle on one that you would like to tap on. And on a scale of one to 10, and you don't need to know the number exactly, but on a scale of one to 10, how high is that emotion with 10 being the most intense and zero being completely absent negative emotion or feeling or sensation in the body? Anything that's not quite right in this moment. If you can't put a number to it, that's all right. Then just feel. How, how does this thing that's not quite right? Sometimes we can't even give it a name, but we know that there's just something not quite right and it's sitting somewhere in the body. You might feel it as a sensation or as a shape or as a color and feel the intensity of that. And then letting go of all of that awareness, just setting it as a baseline. And begin to tap. And so you can have your eyes open or closed if you need to know where the tapping points are. And know that if you feel 100% happy in this moment, that's okay. EFT doesn't create anything negative. It will just allow you to release even 1% of what might not be 100% easeful today. So you tap beginning on the side of the hand. It doesn't matter which hand it is, just pick a hand. And it's on the side of the hand below the pinky finger. And you tap, tap, tap lightly there. And then you would repeat out loud. Even though I feel these emotions, I acknowledge the way I feel right now. Continue tapping on the side of the hand, still saying out loud, even though I feel this emotion, thinking of the emotion that you're feeling, I acknowledge the way I feel right now. One more time, even though I feel this emotion, I acknowledge the way I feel right now. And then tap lightly on the top of the head. It doesn't matter which hand. This emotion. And then the beginning of the eyebrows. Just keep repeating the dialogue. This emotion. Follow the eyes around to the side of the eyes, this emotion. And then gently underneath the eye, just on that bone, this emotion I'm feeling. Then one hand under the nose, doesn't matter which hand, this emotion. 
And then just on the chin dip, it's between the chin and the lip, this emotion. And using both hands or one, just tap around the collarbone area, like below the collarbones, this emotion. And then giving yourself almost like a hug, tap under the arms on the sides, this emotion, kind of a hand below the armpit. And then rest your hands in your lap and close your eyes if that feels right. And take a breath and enjoy a breath as a way of centering and tune in with how you feel without expecting anything specific to happen. So however you were feeling when we began, we've just done the one round of tapping and that number or that sensation, whatever you began with as you honed in on how you were feeling, how is it at the moment? It might have gone up, might have gone down, might be exactly the same. We're not looking to push through anything. We're just letting the sequence have its own effect. Also notice what random thoughts or even connected thoughts are appearing. And so anything that begins to tell you more about the emotion you're feeling any memories or images or conversations. And just let all of that come in as messengers, like telling you more about your emotional state. And then we'll tap again. So side of the hand. So you're repeating out loud, and I'm going to add a whole bunch of other dialogue. And you can choose whether to say it or not. Uh, it's still going to be a mindfulness form of keeping focus on one point. You can also add your own words. So tapping on the side of the hand, even though I still feel this emotion, I acknowledge and, and accept the way I feel. Again, even though I still feel this emotion, I acknowledge and accept the way I feel. One more time, even though I feel this emotion, I acknowledge and accept the way I feel. Top of the head, one hand, this emotion, eyebrow point, this emotion I'm feeling sides of the eyes. I know why I'm feeling it. Under the eyes, I know where it comes from. Under the nose, this emotion. On the chin point, emotions are normal. The collarbones, this emotion. Under the arms, it's okay that I'm feeling it. Go right back to the top of the head. This emotion, eyebrow point, is part of life. Size of the eyes, I acknowledge this emotion. 
under the eyes. It's part of life at the moment. Under the nose, this emotion I'm feeling. On the chin point, I wonder if it can soften. On the collarbone area, I wonder if I can let some of it go. Under the arms, it's not easy to let it go. Top of the head, but it feels good to let it go. Eyebrow point, this emotion. Sides of the eyes, I'm ready to let it go. Under the eyes, this emotion. Under the nose, I'm open to letting some of it go. Chin point, I'm allowed to let some of it go. Collarbones, it feels good to let it go. Under the arms, this emotion. Top of the head doesn't define me. Eyebrow point, this emotion. Sides of the eyes is not permanent. Under the eyes, I choose to let some of it go. Under the nose, I choose to let it go now. Chin point, I choose to let it go. Collarbone area, I choose to let it be easy today. Under the arms, letting it all go now. And then just keep tapping on the collarbone area, the heart center area, letting it all go now. It feels good to let it go. Letting it all go now. Letting it all go. And then release the hands and let them rest on your lap, on your legs. And take a centering breath as you feel your feet connected to the earth. A slow and easy breath. Notice how you feel. And tune in with how you feel compared to earlier. Just noticing the change, whether your emotion or your situation has dissipated or become more intense. And on a scale of one to 10, if it's anywhere above a three, and just acknowledge that there's still more to be released and it can be done at a later time. So without suppressing the remaining emotion, giving it space, allowing it to be there, 
And perhaps gently wrapping it up in a container to come back to later. And just noticing what you were able to release in this short tapping session. And more importantly, what insights may have appeared for you, information or awareness of things behind your emotions. And then take a slow breath in and a slow breath out. And place one hand on the center of the chest, heart center, and the other hand on top. And take another slow breath in, in your own time, expanding into the heart center. And when you're ready to release that breath, feel or imagine or pretend that you're also releasing more residue of emotion that is no longer needed out through the breath. Whenever you're ready, you can release your hands, you can gently open your eyes and just feel that you are back in the space that you recognize, the environment that you're in, know where you are. Maybe take a drink of water because that's important to stay hydrated. And also know that this is a short tapping session. So whatever you experienced is all part of some form of subliminal or conscious release. And so then we layer the practice through, through repetition and um, through slightly longer practice than just five or 10 minutes. And then I would also just say that once you've been tapping for quite a while, you could just tap, or if you really take to it quickly, you could be in the middle of your day-to-day -day activities and suddenly catch an emotional habit or an emotional trend. And, um, and sometimes it's a physical habit that we don't want to have anymore. And you can nip it there in the bud by pausing, taking a breath and literally tapping for one sequence. So just in a kind of two or three minute tapping, once you're familiar with it, you can use it in your day-to-day -day life. So that can be useful too. How are you feeling? Are you aware and awake? <laughs> I don't know what my name is. Oh, it's right here. It's Yogi Brian. It's right there. It's, it's on. <laughs> you have any questions <laughs> about the tapping? Feeling good. I'm curious. Feeling so any, good. I'd love to hear feedback on yeah, what that was really, like. Feeling really good. You know, I, um, yeah, just feeling really good. I was having this like, let's call it stuck energy around here, An anxious stress, you know, just like there's things happening in, in the world and life. But after the tapping, tap, tap, tap out of here. So feeling, yeah. feeling great, you know, really grounding. My camera went off at some point, I guess. I don't know what happened there. Did you guys turn me off? Maybe like no. I you shut it off yourself. Off. I was like, all right, cool. See I didn't you. even, I didn't even touch it. it. I didn't even touch yeah. anything. It just I was like, like maybe I should off. do that. I'm no, like, I didn't. It wasn't me. I just I opened my eyes and I was like, okay. <laughs> I just needed to shut down. So I should yeah, maybe, maybe you're tapping your keyboard too much or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So in any event, Julia was fantastic. Thank you so much for that. It was great. It was so good. So good. You know, I know, I know that uh, the listeners are going to get a lot of that. And if you're, if you were driving and you, uh, you know, you didn't get a chance to actually tap, obviously this, this podcast. So hopefully live on whatever platform you're streaming on or on YouTube for as long as we're around or longer that you can reflect back on it and, uh, and practice it again. So so thank you very much, Julie. Yeah, thank you so much, Julie. I feel so much better now. Yeah. It's super calm. You know. Yeah. I feel my energy You're just welcome. evened just, out. Yeah, balanced. Balanced. For sure. Good. Mm-hmm. Well, you're very welcome. And and for anyone who might have expectations of it to do lots of amazing things, also there's also there is the other side that sometimes it brings things up. And so you know, just be whatever your experience is. The, the main thing is not to do it on your own. If you tend towards, um, you know, intense emotions or if you have PTSD, you don't do these kind of techniques on their own, um, on your own rather, like, you know, have make sure that this is the right practice for you because it does bring things up. That's why it's called EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques, freeing up emotions. So freeing up emotion is sometimes... Um, a not pretty process, right? <laughs> so it's both sides of it. Sometimes it's immediately calm, and sometimes it's what you described earlier, Brian, through Yoga Nidra. You're like, wow, this is making me feel worse than I did before. Know that it's all part of the process and come back to, to regular tapping. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love that disclaimer. I love that disclaimer. Yes, super. Be gentle with yourself, everybody. Yeah. Well, Julie, thank you so much for coming on to the season two okay. of the Yogi Show. Thank you for being back here and offering this wonderful uh, experience to our, to us, to the listeners, to everybody. And uh, we'll make sure to link everything in the show notes to where you can find uh, Julie and practice alongside of her. Um, and thank you, Julie. Thank you. You're so welcome. And thank you, both of you. It was so good to see you both. Thank you so much for continuing to shine your beautiful lights, both of you. Thank you for having me here on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. Namaste, everybody. Namaste, everybody.